The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, the weekend is here. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Saturday, February 24th, 2024, Saturday of the first week of Lent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Adela. She was a benefactor and English princess, the youngest daughter of William the Conqueror. In 1080, she married Stephen of Blois. Throughout her life, Adela had an active role in English politics She was famed for endowing churches and monastic institutions. St. Adela died in 1137. St. Adela, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. God, you know the desires of our hearts for authentic peace, justice, and love. I offer you my prayers, thoughts, words, actions, joys, and sufferings today, together with Jesus who continues to offer himself to us in the Eucharist, who continues to reveal himself to us in the poor, the oppressed, the marginalized, the unborn, the most vulnerable in our world. May your Holy Spirit be my guide and strength today so that I may be a witness to your love, your justice, and your peace, and to the sanctity of each human life. Together with Mary, our mother, sister, and friend, she who carried the Savior in her womb, with all the communion of saints, and with all of us who offer ourselves to you for the good of others today, we pray. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that those with a terminal illness and their families receive the necessary physical and spiritual care and accompaniment. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We know, Lord Jesus, that you speak to us in a particularly intimate way through the liturgy of the church. The liturgy of the church is like the dialogue with the spouse. The church is the spouse of Christ and Christ therefore speaks to his church in a particular, unique, personal, intimate way in the liturgy. That's why it can often be helpful for us just to bring the texts of the Mass or the texts of the readings or the different parts of the Mass our own personal meditation to our prayer because it is the voice of the spouse the voice of Jesus Christ who loves his people who gives his life for his people and looking at today's liturgy there's a fairly clear message from the Lord the entrance antiphon for example the law of the Lord is perfect it revives the soul the decrees of the Lord are steadfast They give wisdom to the simple. The law of the Lord is perfect. 
And then in the uh, responsorial psalm, the response is, Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. We might say, what is this about the law of the Lord, Jesus? Because for us, in our contemporary, I suppose, sensibility, the whole idea of obeying a law a priori, it's not something that we find attractive. It's not something that we rush to do. And yet, you're telling us that the law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. You tell us, blessed are they, happy are they who follow the law of the Lord. Blessed are they who observe his decrees and seek him with all their heart. I guess Lent is the time to rediscover the capacity to listen to God's law, to listen and to assimilate, to embrace God's law. God's law is not a series of restrictions. It's not a series of precepts to, to cramp our style or to stunt our flourishing. On the contrary, the law of God is like a signpost or a series of signposts that leads to fullness of life. We think of St. Augustine, one of the greatest saints in the history of the church, who was all the time looking for happiness, restless, trying different things, making big mistakes along the way. And then eventually he realizes that he needs to listen to the Lord who dwells within him. Late have I loved you, O beauty so ancient and so new. You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. The law of the Lord is perfect because it is ultimately the law of God's love for us and our vocation to love him and to love others. The law of the Lord is not like an extrinsic code written down somewhere outside of us that you and I have to kind of measure up to or adequate our behavior to. No, the law of the Lord is written in our very being. It's the very fabric of our existence. The law of the Lord is our call to love the Lord with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. You could say the vocation of every person is to adore God. And in adoring God, in loving God, we receive all his love. And we in turn are able to share that love with other people. And that brings not just, you might say, the fullness of Christian holiness. It also brings with it human flourishing, true joy, deep, deep peace. The law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. For all these reasons, we know that Lent is the time of prayer, of the three pillars of Lent, prayer, sacrifice and alms. The first and the most important pillar is prayer. And in our prayer, like we're trying to do here together, praying uh, in this recording, in our prayer, it's important to listen to the Lord to listen to the law of the Lord for each one of us. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice, harden not your hearts. Or in the gospel of the second Sunday of Lent tomorrow, we'll see, we'll see you, Jesus, we'll contemplate you um, transfigured in glory, full of your divinity, shining with the greatness of your eternity, of your resurrected life. And in that sublime moment, the voice of the Father sounds from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son. Listen to him. Listen to him. 
in order to implement, as it were, or embrace God's law, we might say God's inspirations, God's love in our lives, there is a prerequisite, which is our being attentive to God, our listening to God. And that is a matter of inner silence, of prayer, of time before the Blessed Sacrament, of quiet prayer in my room, of meditation as I walk in a quiet place, whatever form it might take. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice. How important it is to be a good listener, especially when it comes to God. There was a king of Belgium called Baudouin, who died in 1993, at a relatively young age, I think he was just 62, and he was, by all accounts, an extraordinary person, although during his life, he was very discreet and quiet and humble. He was a man who cared a lot for his people, who had a great sense of spirit of service in his work, who worked hard to, to reach out to all the different sectors of the population. He gave a great witness to life uh, and to basic Christian morality and human morality because in uh, 1990 when a, a, a bad abortion law was brought in in Belgium, he abdicated for a few days. He wouldn't sign it as head of state and he gave that witness to life and to the preciousness of, of God's gift of life. But on one of the anniversaries of his coronation, there was a, an article written about him by uh, somebody in, in one of the national papers in Belgium. And the title of the article was very telling. The title of the article was A Man Who Makes You Exist. A Man Who Makes You Exist. And the theme of the article was simple and deep. Basically, the, uh, the writer, who I think was a prominent person in Belgian society, made the point that, look, this king we have is a man who knows how to listen to people. That when he's with a particular person, be it, I don't know, an ordinary person in the street or a great diplomat or a statesperson or, or whatever, whatever kind of person, a child or an elderly person, he knows how to listen to that person. So that when you're with him, you feel loved. You feel appreciated. You feel that you really exist. You really exist. So the art of good listening is the art of making people realize that they are cherished, that they exist, that they are loved, that they matter. And, and Lord Jesus, I want to apply this to my relationship with you. I want you to realize that you really exist for me, that I am interested in listening to you, that your law is perfect and I want to listen to that law. I want to embrace the signposts towards true life, which is your law which is your, your commandments, and, and also, I suppose, the whole realm of, of divine inspirations. And the law of the Lord or his guidance to us comes through the inspirations he gives us in our prayer or in any moment of our day. St. Faustina Kowalska, that great saint and apostle of divine mercy, in her diary, uh, she writes, My Jesus, it is truly easy to become holy. It just takes a little bit of goodwill. And if he, Jesus, finds this minimum of goodwill in a soul, he quickly gives himself to her. And nothing can stop him, neither our faults nor our falls, absolutely nothing. Jesus hurries to help that soul, and if that soul is faithful to this grace from God, she can in a short time reach the highest level of holiness, 
that a created being can attain here below. God is very generous and does not refuse his grace to anyone. He gives even more than we ask for. The shortest road is faithfulness to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. That's quite a, a lapidary phrase of St. Faustine, an important phrase. The shortest road is faithfulness to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. That's a lovely bit of encouragement for us during Lent. Lord Jesus, help me to listen to you. Help me to trust in your love. Help me to be open to your law. Help me to be like your blessed mother and my mother, who says, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Behold the servant of the Lord. There's a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. back memories of a week and a half ago, doesn't it? The song is called Ashes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this liturgical day as we join the whole church in prayer, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will will proclaim your praise. Come. Let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Come, let let us sing to the Lord, and and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him, the dry land too, for it was formed by His hands. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Come then, 
Let Let us bow down and and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and And we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is is now, now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus. Et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus. Num ora mortis nostre. Amen. Sing praise to the Lord. Remember the wonders he has wrought. Sing praise to the Lord. Remember the wonders he has wrought. Give thanks to the Lord. Tell his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. O sing to him, sing his praise, tell all his wonderful works. Be proud of his holy name. Let the hearts that seek the Lord rejoice. Consider the Lord in his strength. Constantly seek his face. Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles, the judgments he spoke. O children of Abraham, his servant, O sons of the Jacob he chose, he, the Lord, is our God. His judgments prevail in all the earth. He remembers his covenant forever, his promise for a thousand generations, the covenant he made with Abraham, the oath he swore to Isaac. He confirmed it for Jacob as a law, for Israel as a covenant forever. He said, I am giving you a land, Canaan, your appointed heritage, when they were few in number, a handful of strangers in the land. 
when they wandered from country to country and from one kingdom and nation to another. He allowed no one to oppress them. He admonished kings on their account. Do not touch those I have anointed. Do no harm to any of my prophets. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Sing praise to the Lord. Remember the wonders he has wrought. The Lord did not abandon the good man who was sold into slavery, but freed him from the power of sinners. The The Lord Lord did not abandon the good man who was sold into slavery, but freed him from the power of sinners. But he called down a famine on the land. He broke the staff that supported them. He had sent a man before them, Joseph, sold as a slave. His feet were put in chains. His neck was bound with iron until what he said came to pass, and the word of the Lord proved him true. Then the king sent and released him. The ruler of the peoples set him free, making him master of his house and ruler of all he possessed, to instruct his princes as he pleased and to teach his elders wisdom. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The The Lord Lord did not abandon the good man who was sold into slavery, but freed him from the power of sinners. The Lord was true to his sacred promise. He led his people to freedom and joy. The Lord was true to his sacred promise. He led his people to freedom and joy. So Israel came into Egypt. Jacob lived in the country of Ham. He gave his people increase. He made them stronger than their foes, whose hearts he turned to hate his people and to deal deceitfully with his servants. Then he sent Moses, his servant, and Aaron, the man he had chosen. Through them he showed his marvels and his wonders in the country of Ham. He sent darkness, and dark was made, but Egypt resisted his words. He turned the waters into blood and caused their fish to die. Their land was alive with frogs, even in the halls of their kings. He spoke, the dogfly came, and gnats covered the land. He sent hailstones in place of the rain, and flashing fire in their land. He struck their vines and fig trees, he shattered the trees through their land. He spoke, the locusts came, young locusts, too many to be counted. They ate up every blade in the land. They ate up all the fruit of their fields. He struck all the firstborn in their land, the finest flower of their sons. 
He led out Israel with silver and gold. In his tribes were none who fell behind. Egypt rejoiced when they left, for dread had fallen upon them. He spread a cloud as a screen, and fire to give light in the darkness. When they asked for food, he sent quails. He filled them with bread from heaven. He pierced the rock to give them water. It gushed forth in the desert like a river, for he remembered his holy word, which he gave to Abraham his servant. So he brought out his people with joy, his chosen ones with shouts of rejoicing, and he gave them the land of the nations. They took the fruit of other men's toil, that thus they might keep his precepts, that thus they might observe his laws. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Abraham, Joseph, and Moses prefigured your plan, Father to redeem mankind from slavery and to lead them into the land of promise. Through the death and resurrection of your Son, your church fulfills these promises. Grant us living water from the rock and bread from heaven, that we may survive our desert pilgrimage, and thank you eternally for your kindness. The The Lord was true to his sacred promise. He led his people to freedom and joy. The man of God welcomes the light, so that all may see that his deeds are true. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Israelites set out from Ramses for Succoth, about 600,000 men on foot, not counting the children. A crowd of mixed ancestry also went up with them, besides their livestock very numerous flocks and herds. Since the dough they had brought out of Egypt was not leavened, they baked it into unleavened loaves. They had been rushed out of Egypt and had no opportunity even to prepare food for the journey. The time the Israelites had stayed in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of 430 years, all the hosts of the Lord left the land of Egypt on this very date. This was a night of vigil for the Lord, as he led them out of the land of Egypt. So on this same night, all the Israelites must keep a vigil for the Lord throughout their generations. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, These are the regulations for the Passover. No foreigner may partake of it. However, any slave who has been brought from bought for money may partake of it, provided you have first circumcised him. But no transient alien or hired servant may partake. It must be eaten in one and the same house. You may not take any of its flesh outside the house. You shall not break any of its bones. 
the whole community of Israel must keep this feast. If any aliens living among you wish to celebrate the Passover of the Lord, all the males among them must first be circumcised, and then they may join in its observance just like the natives. But no man who is uncircumcised may partake of it. The law shall be the same for the resident aliens as for the native. When the Lord your God has brought you into the land of the Canaanites, which he swore to you and your fathers he would give you, you shall dedicate to the Lord every son that opens the womb, and all the male firstlings of your animals shall belong to the Lord. Every firstborn of an ass you shall redeem with a sheep. If you do not redeem it, you shall break its neck. Every Firstborn son, you must redeem. If your son should ask you later on, What does this mean? You shall tell him. With a strong hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, that place of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, the Lord killed every firstborn in the land of Egypt, every firstborn of man and of beast. That is why I sacrifice to the Lord everything of the male sex that opens the womb, and why I redeem every firstborn of my sons. Let this then be as a sign on your hand and as a pendant on your forehead, with a strong hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt. The parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, because, because the, the law of the Lord, Lord prescribed that every firstborn male had to be consecrated to him. They offered to the Lord on his behalf a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons, because the law of the Lord prescribed that every firstborn male had to be consecrated to him. From the Pastoral Constitution on the Church in the Modern World of the Second Vatican Council. The world of today reveals itself as at once powerful and weak, capable of achieving the best or the worst. There lies open before it the way to freedom or slavery, progress or regression, brotherhood or hatred. In addition, man is becoming aware that it is for himself to give the right direction to the forces that he has himself awakened, forces that can be his master or his servant. He therefore puts questions to himself. The tensions disturbing the world of today are in fact related to a more fundamental tension rooted in the human heart. In man himself, many elements are in conflict with each other. On the one side, he has experience of his many limitations as a creature. On the other, he knows that there is no limit to his aspirations and that he is called to a higher kind of life. Many things compete for his attention, but he is always compelled to make a choice among them and to renounce some. 
What is more, in his weakness and sinfulness, he has he often does what he does not want to do and fails to do what he would like to do. In consequence, he suffers from a conflict within himself, and this in turn gives rise to so many great tensions in society. Very many people, infected as they are with a materialistic way of life, cannot see this dramatic state of affairs in all its clarity, or at least are prevented from giving thought to it because of the unhappiness they themselves experience. Many think that they can find peace in the different philosophies that are proposed. Some look for complete and genuine liberation from man's efforts alone. They are convinced that the coming kingdom of man on earth will satisfy all the desires of his heart. There are those who despair of finding any meaning in life. They command the boldness of those who deny all significance to human existence in itself and seek to impose a total meaning on it only from within themselves. But in the face of the way in which the world is developing today, there is an ever-increasing number of people who are asking the most fundamental questions or seeing them with a keener awareness. What is man? What is the meaning of pain, of evil, of death, which still persists in spite of such great progress? What is the use of those successes achieved at such a cost? What can man contribute to society? What can he expect from society? What will come after this life on earth? The Church believes that Christ died and rose for all and gave man light and strength through his Spirit to fulfill his highest calling. His is the only name under heaven in which man can be saved. So, too, the Church believes that the center and goal of all human history is found in her Lord and Master. The Church also affirms that Underlying all changes, there are many things that do not change. They have their ultimate foundation in Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Death, where is your victory? Death, where is your sting? It is sin that gives death its sting. But thanks be to God, who has given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord is good to those who trust Him, to all who search for Him. But thanks be to God, who has given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Turn our hearts to You, Eternal Father, and grant that seeking always the one thing necessary and carrying out works of charity, we may be dedicated to your worship through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Jesus gives a teaching that definitely goes against the grain in just a few minutes. 
on Daybreak, on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Sheltered me, 
Father Michael Jonkis wrote that, and it was performed by Spiritu from Nativity of Our Lord Parish in St. Paul, Minnesota. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord gives a teaching which definitely is a tough one. It's from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, What reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you salute only your brethren, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You, therefore, must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, Daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the Relevant Radio app. Mary, sing with joyful heart. You shall bury Emmanuel, Virgin Mother full of grace. Pray for us to God, your Son. Ave, Ave, Ave Maria. Ave, Ave, Ave Maria. soul of God's great love. Sing my heart your song of joy. Praise his wonders, praise his name. Praise his gift of God, my son. Ave, Ave, Ave Maria. Maria 
Angels sing as shepherds watch Praise to God is peace on earth Christ the Savior, Shepherd King Sleeps in straw in David's town Saturday musical tribute to our Blessed Mother, that's Steve Angrisano. Ave Maria, Mary sing with joy. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On Saturday of the first week of Lent, I'm Paul Sadek, and we join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The dawn is sprinkling in the east, its golden shower as day flows in. Fast mount the pointed shafts of light, farewell to darkness and to sin. Away, ye midnight phantoms all, away despondence and despair, whatever guilt the night has brought, now let it vanish into Sweet. 
me ready to welcome you, my God. Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. I call with all my heart. Lord, hear me. I will keep your commands. I call upon you. Save me, and I will do your will. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes watch through the night to ponder your promise. In your love, hear my voice, O Lord. Give me life by your decrees. Those who harm me unjustly draw near. They are far from your law. But you, O Lord, are close. Your commands are truth. Long have I known that your will is established forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing him praise, for he has become my Savior. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise, for he has become my Savior. I will sing to the Lord, for he is gloriously triumphant, Horse and chariot he has cast into the sea. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. He is my God, I praise him, the God of my Father. I extol him. The Lord is a warrior. Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and army he hurled into the sea. At a breath of your anger, the waters piled up. The flowing waters stood like a mound. The flood waters congealed in the midst of the sea. The enemy boasted, I will pursue and overtake them. I will divide the spoils and have my fill of them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall despoil them. When your wind blew, the sea covered them. Like lead, they sank in the mighty waters. Who is like to you among the gods, O Lord? Who is like to you, magnificent in holiness? O terrible and renowned worker of wonders, when you stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. In your mercy, you led the people you redeemed. In your strength, you guided them to your holy dwelling. And you brought them in and planted them on the mountain of your inheritance, the place where you made your seat, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise. For he has become my Savior. O praise the Lord, all you nations. O praise the Lord, all you nations. 
O praise the Lord, all you nations. Acclaim him, all you peoples. Strong is his love for us. He is faithful for ever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and will be be forever. forever. Amen. O praise praise the the Lord, all all you nations. A reading from the book of Isaiah. Wash yourselves clean. Put away your misdeeds from before my eyes. Cease doing evil. Learn to do good. Make justice your aim. Redress the wronged. Hear the orphan's plea. Defend the widow. Come now. Let us set things right, says the Lord. Though your sins be like scarlet, they may become white as snow. Though they be crimson red, they may become white as wool. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. God God himself himself will set set me free from from the the hunter's hunter's snare, from those who would trap me with lying words, and and from from the the hunter's hunter's snare. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. God God himself will set me free from from the the hunter's hunter's snare. snare. If you want to be true children of your heavenly Father, then you must pray for those who persecute you and speak all kinds of evil against you, says the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. If you want to be true children of your Heavenly Father, then you must pray for those who persecute you 
and speak all kinds of evil against you, says the Lord. Let us pray. To make us his new creation, Christ the Lord gave us the waters of rebirth and spread the table of his body and his word. Let us call upon him and say, Lord, Lord, renew renew us in in your your grace. grace. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, clothe us with compassion, kindness, and humility. Make us want to be patient with everyone. Lord, Lord, renew renew us in your grace. Teach us to be true neighbors to all in trouble and distress. And so imitate you, the Good Samaritan. Lord, renew us in your grace. May the Blessed Virgin, your Mother, pray for all of those who vowed to a life of virginity. That they may deepen their dedication to you and to the Church. Lord, renew us in your grace. Grant us the gift of your mercy. Forgive our sins and remit their punishment. Lord, renew us in your grace. We pause now to express our own needs and those of our community. Lord, renew us in your grace. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Turn our hearts to you, Eternal Father, and grant that, seeking always the one thing necessary, and carrying out works of charity, we may be dedicated to your worship through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Saturday sometimes seems to be a kind of a busy day, and perhaps that's as it should be, to get things done so that we can take a rest tomorrow on Sunday. You suppose God planned it that way? The Saturday edition of Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, go on out and make this a great day and a great weekend and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 
Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.